Hi, I'm Van Kelly, and one time I unknowingly internationally smuggled drugs. I'm Paul Patrick, and I want to know that story. Um, the, I'm Paul Patrick, and the smell of canned peas makes me sick. What is happening, and welcome to our show, Every Day I'm Different, a podcast celebrating the ironies of our personalities. Each episode, me, Van Kelly, and my co-host, Paul Patrick, will give you guys an insight into our lives through personal stories on a variety of topics. Hell yeah. Paul, how are you doing today, man? Good. Feeling energized, feeling ready to tackle the rest of this day. Yeah, I'm feeling better. Got yeah. a cup of coffee about an hour, an hour and a half ago. Mm. I'm good, I suppose. <laughs> Feeling all right. Um, we have two categories to talk about today, like on all our episodes. Uh, do you want to go first? You have the heavier topic today, right? Yeah, you want to save the heavier for heavier second? Heavier for second. All I right. will go first. Let's go. Now, I could very easily summarize this up in one word, but I want to get into a little more specific with it, all right? Uh, maybe we can do a whole episode on marijuana by itself. Okay. But I am more so interested in legal and medicinal marijuana. And kind of how America as a country is adapting to that. Okay. There are a couple specific instances in the workplace I want to talk about. Uh, but let me start. I know you are not a big recreational drug user. No. Even though I do consider alcohol a drug. Fuck you people who say otherwise. Hey, true story. So, yeah. But no. But I certainly have a ton of friends who are. And uh, I actually have a lot of opinions on this. A ton of friends? Would you yeah. say like, like when people say I'd ton, say, they usually mean like all. Would you say all of your uh, No. I'd say about no. half of my close friends. Okay. And then like two or three more of them will use uh, take part if the opportunity presents but they don't go yeah. to a lot of trouble to get I themselves. I love those people. Those yeah. people are the best. I don't even know what it's like to try and like I mean I've bought obviously yeah. but I just uh, you know at a party someone's passing around that's the time. <laughs> it's like oh yeah. Just yo, people who say that. Yeah. Like people with that personality right. just like I'm at a party you're supposed to party. Right. Fuck this is yeah. where I am. I'm in this milieu. Right. So. <laughs> wow good word. Yeah. Um so, you're obviously pro-marijuana. You don't have a problem with it. No, definitely not. Okay. Good. That's a yeah. good thing. Though I definitely, I don't know if you want to talk about this, read an article about America's uh, burgeoning addiction and how negative it is and how bad it is. So, but anyway. Go on. No, uh, hit me with some facts about that because... I, I don't know if there's a lot of facts. talking about... I thought it was scientifically proven there is no physical dependence. We were talking about like a social dependence. I guess. And how... I'm trying to remember what the article is all about. Mm -hmm. I think it was mostly about social dependence and people being, you know, wake and bake and being baked all day and productivity going down and it leading them to choose to do nothing as opposed to having a productive life. And that there were just lots of anecdotes in this article about, you know, yeah. I used to be a Fortune 500 exec and then I started smoking pot. No, not uh not that severe, but all my friends right. immediately laughed it down. And I do remember asking, like, do you guys not see any negative effects necessarily? Or, yeah. So, like, yeah, do you 
Do you feel? Uh, well, first of all, you're implying <laughs> that I am of that ilk. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> if you have ever spoken to someone who has ever smoked marijuana in their life. No, I definitely. Well, first of all, let, let's get the first part out before we yeah. start talking about the illegal. Because I and you would have a stipulation that um, without giving away our, our home location. But if our home location, our state ever did pass medical marijuana laws, which as of right now, I don't think they have or very asinine stringent ones me and you both would definitely uh in a heartbeat qualify for for medicinal oh absolutely you know yeah uh we both have medical conditions you yours obviously more serious but uh they both deal with pain they both deal with uh, you know conditions that can pop up out of nowhere and i think we would both in, a, in like any state that has passed medical marijuana laws, we would be getting medical marijuana. If we Absolutely, were yeah. So saying that, yes, I do self-medicate my my condition a lot. Oh, oh my pearls. <laughs> oh. Um, so uh, I never think about the negative effects. Um, well, do you do you feel there are any? Well. I never think about them. I'm, I'm asking you too. So this is I'm my not direct sure. question. Paul, <laughs> what are you give me a real strong take on sloth mating habits because I bet you haven't thought about them so you don't have a strong opinion right off the So 20,000 years ago, sloths <laughs> used to be no, go ahead. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think about them and more will probably come up, but my first initial response was to take the defensive and say there is a negative to everything in life that if you overindulge it. Sure. There's nothing in life that if you do as much as, you know, I smoke marijuana, that there won't be some negative effects. Okay. Absolutely. I, uh, negative effects, <sighs> this is very specific. Okay. If I smoke too much and I try to read late at night, I fall asleep. Right. But during the day, that doesn't affect me. Um, it seems like I a positive it, effect, though. You're getting to sleep. It's like, oh, <laughs> Right, yeah. It sounds really relaxing. Right, right yeah, no. Sleep deprivation is yeah. a big problem in America right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say I probably uh, numb my feelings. That's It numbs your feelings towards things. I would say a lot of the reason I don't enjoy sharing stuff a lot is because I'm stoned. And when you're okay. stoned, thing, things seem trite or ironic or absurd when you say them, you know? So maybe it stifles my openness, my willingness to share personal stories. Okay. Which certainly might be negative, but also might not be. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So it depends on what... Okay. I mean, first of all, I'll be honest. So you're not. So you can't say... Whatever negative things you may come up with, they may be stereotypes. So in your mind, what what negative things are there from, like, living that lifestyle? Um, <laughs> talking about it all the time, no. Yes, yeah, so, so I do. So I annoyed am. by some of my friends. Like, I we get it. We get it. You, you know all the strains. You know all the names. It's cute. I love it. But yeah. uh, well, now, have, you, you've have gotta, you read anything recently? You've got to you've got to let the uh, hammer fall both ways. Are you one of those guys with your IPAs and your microbrews? Are you talking about that all the time? I feel like I'm not talking about it, but... I would say you're not. I would agree. I, I probably... It, it probably is more that I will talk about something with that kind of passion of a wider range of things. Yeah. Like, oh, you got to try this sandwich I had yesterday. Oh, you got to see right. this episode of this thing on Netflix. Yeah, I definitely probably talk so, about TV and entertainment movies yeah. way more than I talk about drugs. Yeah. I really can't stand the... Pe- yeah, you know, it's like the people who aren't taking the drugs to 
have the experience or the feeling they're taking them to talk about taking them sort oh, of God. stereotype. I don't even get that. Those Why? are the worst. Oh. The worst. That really happens? There's people who do that? Yes. A good friend of ours, I actually can't take hard drugs with him anymore because all he wants to do is sit around and analyze how the hard drugs are making him feel and talk about it. And then that freaks me out. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I don't know. Let's just do what we would normally do yeah. and enjoy it more because of how he feels. I feel like I want to experience that once to see oh, if I'd be annoyed oh, by it. So because I feel like I would be. I'm becoming annoyed but, like talking about it. All right, we'll move on. Move no, on. no, I'm joking. I was <laughs> hyperbole. But no, yeah. yeah, no, there are definitely people who, you know, they'll like... Uh, just describe like it's making my hands feel like like extra sensitive right now. Okay, so so go sense things with them. <laughs> the snozberries are really tasting like snozberries, right. huh? If things taste like snozberries, quit telling me about it and go taste more. Go taste more made up fruit. Okay, go make that happen. Don't tell me how if I lick this wall, it tastes like a fruit. Cool, go do that. All right, you know, I'm very very perturbed about this. I got that. Yes. Um, uh, so, where do you stand on that? Do you think America is becoming over too, too medicated by marijuana? No, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I mean, if you're going to say that America is too medicated by marijuana, then you got to say the same thing about uh, alcohol, just like you said. You know, I, I don't And every see, other drug. Right, exactly. Now, is there an opioid problem in this country? Well... I don't know, is there? I... <laughs> feel like I wish I'd seen a documentary recently. Um, <laughs> With an inspirational speaker. Right, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but, uh, no, I'm no, not going to say. Hold on that question. I have a very interesting point about this while we're on the topic of drugs. Okay. Apparently there's an epidemic. Yes. Have you ever met somebody who's addicted to opioids? Because when I hear epidemic or pandemic, right. my first response is, have I met somebody? Because I know and have met a ton of people in this world. Not a lot, but literally like a ton. Like if you put them all in a pile, it would be weighted in the tons. I know enough that if, if it was a – like alcoholism is a problem across America. I know an alcoholic or two. Sure. Right? Yeah. Smoking in the 90s and 2000s was – Actually, I don't think I do know an alcoholic. Really? So, Not a recovering or anything? No, wait. Actually, so wait. There we go. The oh, recovering man, alcoholic man hippie who comes to poker. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Like 12, 12 a day for like 20 years or something like that. I had like no that. idea. Oh, yeah. Wait, does he – but he still drinks. Yes, but okay. he, you know him, he doesn't buy into that shit. Okay. And like, you I know, higher you. power, I'm not going to, he solves his own problems. Well, like, I think yes. he's kicked a bunch of addicts. Yeah, he used to be a carton a weekend smoker. I can see that, I can yeah, see that. But he kicked but, himself. But, thinking of the alcoholic I knew, right, he was also a pillhead. So, okay. uh, yeah, I do know one, uh, but then he was just it Sounds like, like that guy had a lot of deep. Yeah, exactly, it, it was just like, whatever you get his hand on. It wasn't, you know? I really, really like this, I like everything. Right. I dislike life, probably. Right, exactly, yeah. So I no, don't I don't know anybody I who's do. like, oh, pills was my gateway into pills, you know? <laughs> That's a funny line. I like that. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like, who's the, who's the old comic, the sweaty comic who died? Uh, Bill com- something. Uh, how, when did he die? Uh, like the 90s, early 90s. He was a big name. Everybody quotes him. He's like one of the greatest. Ah, fuck, this bad radio. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'll think of his name. Yeah. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield, Yeah. <laughs> An American treasure. <laughs> I just watched Back to School the other day. I love Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. He doesn't get enough love, mainly because yeah. he's a terrible actor. He but doesn't get enough respect. Yeah. So I don't. I really don't think I. I know anybody who ever would be classified as addicted. So yeah. to me, I. I mean, 
I guess maybe we don't live in the right part of the country. It's usually the Midwest that has these problems. Huge, probably big cities, right? Yeah. If we head out to like a small town, Indiana, maybe. Because I mean, what else is there to do there? But yeah. So is meth not a thing anymore? You never hear about meth anymore. Uh, Again, I was hearing somebody recently talk about uh, somebody on meth, but I have never heard anybody fucking even take meth, let alone except at parties, passing it around. Well, if you're at a party, party. it's part of the milieu. (laughs) So that's so funny. The only uh, I only have one story ever in my life of anybody I ever know uh, doing crank or speed or meth. And I think it was meth. I think the story ends with meth. Actually. Yeah. I don't know why I'm trying to beat around the bush. Yeah. Um, we had a house in college, and I went with my family to Vermont for, like, New Year's one day or one one year. And they had a big banger at our party. And one of my good friends was like, yeah, I smoked meth in your house. And I was like, what? There was meth in my house? He was like, yeah, I didn't <laughs> ask for it. It was just being passed around or something. I was like, oh, why not? Huh. So we're at a party. That, that really was true for one person. So, yeah. Um, so do you think, here's my biggest concern with medicinal and like legal in some places is that I don't think general America is mature enough to transition lightly into this. And specifically what I'm talking about is the big weed people. I hate the term potheads. I'm trying not to use it. The big advocates of smoking. The people who, a lot of them probably are the people who talk about it nonstop, who mm-hmm. are always every social situation. Oh, you got some. Who's holding? You want to go smoke? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Those people, I don't think, are have enough maturity to be like, listen, it's not legal here yet. Yes, we see the tides are turning. It's like I've just noticed recently in like the last two, three years, I'll be at like a professional event and somebody who I don't know that well will come up to me and an earshot of people who they do not know. These could be Bible thumpers. If I find you step out of line, I'm going to report you people. They will just come up to you and in a voice like, hey, you know where any weed's at? I'm trying to get high. Okay. I think that is a direct from this like staggering yeah, oh, state absolutely. by state. And, and I, I, I kind of have no doubt that it's going to be every state eventually. It, it may just take longer is. in some. But, you but know. there needs to be a... You realize it isn't here now. Yeah. You know? It's just the amount of people who have found, like, vaporizers in public places, near shops, stuff stuff like that. And maybe it's because of my profession, but I'm just like, man, out in public freaks me out. Even with all the... And when you go someplace, if you've been nearby to us, someplace that it's basically legal, you can't walk down the street without smelling pot. Oh, yeah. See, that doesn't bother. As soon as I'm in... Gold country, for lack yeah. of a better word, I'm balls out. I yeah. embrace the culture totally, but but that's only that's, just like the very next step. Like where here, it's not legal yet. You, like you said, you still see it everywhere. And yeah, but see, that freaks me out. I, okay, it, it it puts me in a bind, like as a smoker, because yeah. I want to, and I don't want to be a like I don't want to make you feel bad for doing it. But I don't know. I I just okay. don't like doing it. it. Freaks me out. Well, just say no. Just so you know what? No, just say no. Oh, just say... I thought you said just so you know. No, no. Just say no? No, see, that's not me. Not with that. <laughs> Turn down a beer next time. Somebody offers to buy you a beer. You got it. Okay. In half wait. an hour, I'm going to do that. Um, more serious topic. Paul, what do you got? Uh, mental health. And actually, really, really, really compliments your topic, I think. 
Absolutely. Um, so uh, I've recently, well, not that recently learned, but I know that a bunch of my friends have mental health issues. Okay. But what I've really... What are we defining as mental health? Because depression. I want to... I have depression as one of my possible topics. Okay, bingo. Um, I think that I knew that some of my friends were dealing with issues for sure, uh-huh. but two or three, I did not know that they were already being medicated and seeing a therapist, and that's that's a little bit news to me. Now, I've got another friend who openly admits to being depressed about a lot of really serious shit that they're going through. Right. Um, and, like, it's the kind of thing that anybody could succumb to depression because of the events that are going on, mm-hmm. but refuses to consider seeking help and especially refuses medication. Right. So I guess my, my, my question is, when it comes to mental health, mm-hmm. what do you feel about the stigma? Do you think there is a stigma? And if so, what do you feel about the stigma attached to uh, mental health medication, okay. antidepression, that kind of thing? Got a lot to say on this. Yeah. One, uh, I dated a wonderful girl out of my league probably. She ended up uh, not seeing me anymore eventually. But she was a therapist. Okay. And her advice was everybody in the world should see a therapist. I have friends who espouse that and I I think I agree. She saw a therapist and she was a therapist. Right. And, you know, if you're in a profession you practice what you preach, I take your your advice more so than people who just spout off. That's a very good point. Yeah. So, um... My thing is, and what I was going to talk about if we had talked about depression, um, was that I think, and again, this comes back to me being a pessimist, I think everybody in the world suffers from depression. I do not think it is something that should be diagnosed like you have depression. I think Mm -hmm. it's like the... Well, you get you diagnosed. Saying? You get diagnosed when you get a physical. When they check your pulse and make sure you're a living human, yeah. you are. There's depression in it. But are you saying you don't believe there is such a thing as clinical depression? That there's a difference between. Uh, because I mean, I I would say that especially friends of mine who are on medication, they uh-huh. would disagree. Because I would say that there is a mental condition that makes people more sad than other people and I don't think we should be calling that depression. I think that there should be another term for it. Well, okay. Because depression is like an everyday thing. That's what made me want to sort of start and gave me the idea for this podcast is that Mm -hmm. on a random Tuesday I can wake up and I can feel depressed. And I can't know why and I may try to figure it out all day and I may not get to the the answer and then I'll wake up the next day and for no reason whatsoever I will not feel that. You know? And I'm a, you know, I'm a fan. I read Norman Mailer so I am a big proponent of you know, if you're a, a rich white dude, you can be as depressed as if you are an oppressed minority. Like I think depression hits every single human being. Of course, being of course. But in I the guess what world. I'm saying, so you're saying there needs to be a separate name there for needs someone to be separate, who and I, and cannot I, wake up tomorrow and not feel depressed. Right, exactly. All and right, I think like right. a lot of that's a semantic argument. I think, but I get what you're is saying. Is it though? In the medical community, they have fucking different diagnoses for everything. If you have one type of arthritis, but only in your left ass cheek, well, that's a different arthritis than if you have arthritis yeah. in, you know, your right elbow. Like, they, they're very specific with the differences. Well, see, I'm not so, aware. Is like, when I say clinical depression, I've just heard that term. Is that more the actual diagnosis or are there other... Like, I, I wonder, be, are there other diagnoses of... Uh, and certainly there are many other mental health diagnoses, but right. when it comes to depression, 
um, like well seasonal affective disorder. I know that's a, right. a term. Yeah. So that's a, that might be more helping you in your direction of what uh, what right. kind of term you'd like to use. No, I think depression on an everyday basis should be called depression. It's like. Now, let's see. My question yeah. about, do you think there is stigma attached to antidepressant? Right. I was going to get to that. And are you helping or hurting that cause by, by wanting to separate and you know, further label clinical, medically needed uh, help uh, depression? Is that creating more of a stigma against... Uh, I'm a very complex person. Yeah, no, And sure. the way I would answer that is... I, I attach no, if I was ruler of the world, I would make it illegal to have a stigma against that. Like I, okay. I don't, but view, you know, I'm not expressing myself well. I don't think there is, I don't think there should be a stigma. There may be for some people yeah. the same way that like, I don't know, being a sports fan makes people like turns people with a stigma towards other people. I don't think yeah. there should be any of that. Like, I think it is a problem for some people and I think it should be dealt with. I don't feel like they should be alienated for it. But viewing that shit through myself, I cannot imagine being more disappointed with myself as a human being. I would feel, it would make me feel worse if I had to seek outside help to make myself feel better. So you are. I think that's a sign for me of weakness, and that's the yeah. way I view it. But well, when I think I'm that's what that my friend. I don't put that on to other people. I think that's exactly what my friend. And honestly, I think the same thing. I think my yeah. friend feels the same thing for themselves, and then also doesn't you know doesn't stigmatize other people. But what we as their friends are really concerned about. Well, if you are really hurting, and so this is my take on it. I have a lot of physical. Uh, medical issues. Right. I, I'll, I've hey, fun fact about myself. I've had two kidney transplants. There you go. I have medication I got to take every single day. Or I'm gonna die. Yeah. So opioid addiction. Yeah. I am that. so yeah. so addicted to my <laughs> blood pressure meds. Um, so I, on the one hand, have never understood not wanting to take a medication that could make you better because for me it's. Black and white, simple as that, that I take this pill, I'm going to have these things that will not happen to me or happen to me. And now I also recognize That's people who... completely different. Well, see, I do. I completely get that it's different, different, but I don't know that it's completely different. It is completely different. And here's why. All right. Because of consciousness, man. Because the mind is a... The mind is consciousness. The mind is God. The mind yeah. is everything. But your mind is just uh, some electrical signals going off and chemicals in your brain. No, right. And Unfortunately, we don't view it like that. Yeah, it's but like, if, if that's what it is and the chemicals are imbalanced and the medication would help you balance your chemicals... Because of reasons like what I'm going through yeah. is because it's like... What are the what are the tenants you need to survive as as like a human, right? You need uh, shelter, Dr Pepper, no, <laughs> food, food and water, right? Your Dr Pepper and your Funyuns. That's not Dr Pepper. But <laughs> oh, still, okay. uh, you know, you need shelter, you need food and water, you need warmth, right? Okay. And I'm asking these things, right? Uh, yes, Science yes. class, right? Right. And then okay. the other is like uh, what, like other humans or something like that, like a Probably. community or something like that. 
So when, like, you're talking about, like, a physical ailment, like, if you have polio and you can't walk, well, that takes away one of your tenets of living as a human being, the thing you need to get around and go hunt and gather or something like that. Yeah. It's very A, B. There's no, like... Oh, am I weak for taking this? Am should I be stronger mentally? Like, should I blame my parents for for instilling me with a weak gene? Why did they do that? If they had that problem, why did they have? Like, there's just so many things that go into the mental where it's physical. It's just like a, it doesn't work. B, it does. The mind yeah. can work, but, but the mind can work with all sorts of fucked up shit. That going what you just it. said about like I can't get up and you know hunt gather. Right. But if I've got such bad depression that I can't get out of bed, I'm not going to hunt or gather. You know, it's now I totally get the whole um, that it's uh, you know it's my he mom's my fault. Argument. It's my he would be my argument to that specific. Point, okay. Is has there ever been a case in the world ever? Where somebody was diagnosed as clinically depressed or could have been diagnosed as clinically depressed for mm-hmm. – we already did our ignorance. We're not sure if that's the right term. But right. let's even say bipolar and they're having a down day okay. or they are terribly, terribly depressed to the point where they're diagnosed with it. Has anybody ever in the history talked themselves into getting up? And if so, to me that puts it in a different realm because nobody with – polio or a broken leg has ever talked that leg into healing itself and working and you know being able to walk it's like an, it's like a it's like a either a all or b none at all i i get that i mean yeah. that's where this is the root of it's physical versus mental right and i just still <laughs> do not see that as any different if if you could use something to help you you know if you've got that broken leg mm-hmm. you're gonna get a cane to help you get up and walk over and get some food okay you're gonna you're gonna seek out something what are the negative effects of a medication that helps you or like a cane? Let's use a cane. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What are you losing by using that cane? Mobility. You're not as well. No, no, you're gaining you mobility. Well, okay, but then you're not getting full. I guess I, I, I totally get where you're going with this. Right? Are there side effects of yeah, the medications so say, that yes, like radically change your your? Right. You're going to change this, but maybe your attitude, your personality, two days a week, or you get dry mouth, like. Yeah, and that's a that's a physical one, but you know, right. like maybe you don't find joy in your dog anymore. Like, yeah. so yes, it fixes that problem, right? But because it's the mind, it can open up so many more doors. When you fix your 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 knee or your elbow or your blood pressure, yeah, there aren't any other doors opening. You know? And I get that, but just for me personally, yeah. I feel like having to face the horrific nature of life, right. Uh, and feeling like it's hopeless and all is lost, and just feeling so horrible all day, I'll give up my dick for that. I yeah. like I'll, I'll personally. Now I get that that's yeah. why people that they don't want their mood or their personality to change. They right. feel like it might because it that's it's it's us. It's yourself. Yeah. You know, it's you 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 don't understand why you can't tell yourself to cheer up. You don't understand. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just never gonna understand somebody not taking help that might. Well, get you, them. you've got to admit you're you're just like I admitted with the the stigma thing, yeah. and like I would never do that for myself, and I would think less of myself if I tried to seek help for my depression. You are 
filtering this through your experiences with men. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I can absolutely understand and see that if you have a problem and you take this and the problem's gone. Right. For you, it doesn't make any sense for that. Right. But I don't know. As a guy who I think has mental problems, uh, at least in conjunction with what the norm of society is, like... Do you feel there's any point there you... Like, did you ever see a therapist after you dated um, the therapist? No. Oh, fuck no. Uh, no, 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 not at all. Do you I, feel there's I, a, a I breaking point where you would... I had a bunch of... Not a bunch. I had like one or two alcohol charges when I was younger. And, yeah. you know, because of where I grew up, they send you, the court sends you to like a, a rehab family counselor or something. Okay. And, but you don't really talk about yourself. You more talk about like your day and shit like that and alcohol and how often you use it. And that was the closest I ever got to that. No, I've never thought about seeking help for that shit. Because Do you feel there'd be a breaking point when you would say, all right, I need to get some kind of medical help for how I'm feeling? I don't, for okay. a couple reasons. Uh, one, I'm not a religious guy. I believe in afterlife or any of that. So I think if life became too boring or overly depressing, I would have no problem with killing myself without any repercussions about any of that. So I feel like I've always got that, like, relief parachute if I need. Interesting. Uh, (laughs) Some people would maybe use a different term for that. Yeah. So, no. I'm just going to make a phone call real quick here. (laughs) Um, No, because – what was your original question? What would you ask me? Was there a breaking point at which you would seek medical help? I don't think there is, like – I think a lot of good comes from being down and having the waves of bad and good. I can't imagine yeah. being good all the time. Sure. I feel like when I do some of my best art is when I'm down. Yeah. Is when I'm I'm reflecting on that stuff. You know, not to use a, a terrible role model, but a great quote from uh, uh, David Duchovny in Californication when asked if he's ever seen a therapist. And he says, no, I, I don't want to give that shit away for free. Okay. <laughs> like, I just feel like talking to yourself and self-reflecting is the best that works for me. And but again, I don't have a you, stigma works for, you. for, you know, yeah. I, I, nobody's ever told me they've seen a therapist and I... I'm the kind of guy who gets very interested. I'm like, who? Okay. Like, yeah. what do you talk about? And then I get very impersonal and, and <laughs> not impersonal, but overly personal. Like I ask questions I probably shouldn't ask. And like, that's for their therapist. But you know, I, I'm still coming back to what you said a minute ago that yeah. if it came to it and you decided to pull the trigger, literally yeah. you'd be, be fine with that. Yes. So like, is there a difference between that and, uh, is there a point at which, and I guess there is for everybody where you're sick enough like you have an infection and say you have some kind of crazy infection, only one yeah. antibiotic can cure, but that antibiotic is going to make you uh, impotent for the rest of your life. So It, it would depend on, on the age yeah. and what I was doing maybe. Yeah. If I was like poor and couldn't afford to travel or like eat lavishly or enjoy things and I wasn't getting laid. Yeah, that's a pretty miserable ex- existence. Sure. There's a, there's got to be a DNR for there's, everybody in life, got you know. Absolute, but, absolutely. But still, no, I'm I've curious that you, about that. that you I, have the same answer. Thought, my answer, uh, I mean, absolutely. I don't want to be a vegetable. I don't want to be, right. I don't want to be right. compromised. I want to be myself and I feel like But myself, if tomorrow you were struck by such right. mental dissatisfaction that you were thinking of ending your life. Yeah. Is that not a, the similar breaking point? Cause you're the age you are and you still have things you want to do. 
you know, because I certainly know uh, my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, she um, got very depressed a few years ago and got to the point where she thought, man, maybe I shouldn't be here anymore. And she said, shit, yeah. I got to get some help. And so she did. And she actually but is see, coming that's off medication like, now. And I hate to get so. really, you know, nerdy and Englishy with it, but yeah. I'm not supposed to be here anymore. Is it completely different mindset than what I'm talking about? I don't want to be here anymore. Okay, well, that that's closer to – and that's even still slightly different too – I'm more talking about boredom within my constraints of birth. Like, yes, there. If I if I was a trillionaire, if I had unlimited money, I would never get tired, and I would not want to leave this mortal coil, and mm-hmm. I would always be able to find things I can do. I am constrained within the the social class I was born into, yeah. what what paths I've chosen for my life so far. You know what my God given abilities are. Um, stuff like that, I'm okay. restrained. So I think there is a finite amount of fun and happiness and worthwhileness of this life that I can get. That that I, I think that line changes for all sorts of people. And yet, you know, billionaires have taken their own lives. Exactly. Very right. recently, and even, that, you know. Oh, uh, Kate Spade. Uh, oh, summer. right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, see, like, exactly. if you were Kate Spade, yeah. would you still not seek help when you were in that situation? But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, Kate Spade is such a different human being than I am. I get it. I so can you can't openly really admit. I can openly admit that I am very much in love with the idea of being vastly wealthy, where I answer to no person. Yeah, I could find ways to entertain myself endlessly right. throughout all of time. I feel like mm-hmm. I may get into some brave stuff. I may have to go to Bangkok for some of it, but you know, maybe I'm, I'm asking the wrong question. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you keep saying there's no stigma against somebody else, and yeah, yeah as, as well, I think we're absolutely agreed there. Yeah. So what about if you had a a friend in my uh-huh. situation? So it's not you; it's yeah. your friend who is horribly depressed, wants mm-hmm. to kill themselves, mm-hmm. but refuses to get help. How would you feel about that? Would you be like, "No, dude, go to the doctor, get medication"? <sighs> I would be like, "You ever seen Thank You for Smoking?" Yeah, I'd buy him his first pack of cigarettes. I'd buy him the gun. If they were serious, I would have a conversation about it first. And your friend is I in mean, deep pain. <laughs> you could if you talked them into seeing a doctor, you could relieve their pain. Okay, um if if somebody was in deep pain and you could save them by introducing them to a very uh convincing pastor, would you do it? Uh yeah. Really? Yeah, even I mean, though you don't believe in that and you think it's all bullshit, you yeah, would put them through what, that nonsense. If that's what it would take, you know, it's really weird. I don't know if I'd so say are you I under think the, it's bullshit. Like, if it's what will help them get through the day, then I'm all for it. But now I don't want them to be. There, I'm not going to introduce them to. I'm all about authenticity. Is that is so? You're saying fake or derived or forced happiness is equal to natural happiness? How is it fake? I mean, because. While left unattended in their natural state, they yeah. gravitated towards the depression. That was their natural state. That's who they are. Left in my natural state, I would have been dead by 20 from my kidney disease. <laughs> so Again, see, I think it's the mental is different yeah, than the physical. I, I right get here. how it is, but like if – if I can like make uh, you know my friend happy by telling him that Santa Claus really does exist, mm-hmm. then I, yeah, go for it. Oh, What's see, I, uh, wholeheartedly against 
fix that. Man, but you're gonna. And that's why I don't. That's why I shouldn't have kids. Like I would be the guy. <laughs> that's like, the one the, reason. That's right. the one. That's what I'd be like. Go in the first fucking day. Kid, you yeah. grab every kid by their fucking stupid Marvel Comics T-shirt. You grab them. You pull them close, and you go. There is no Santa Claus. It's your fucking parents. And I would be kicked. Like my kid would be kicked out of school. I'd be shunned by society. Yeah. I don't have that. Like I want people to be enlightened. Man, I that's an entirely other conversation. I feel like what is authentic? State. What is right? authentic? exactly like I if, if they believe in God and have found joy through religion, that may not be your uh, authentic, but it's their authentic. But so. they didn't. You said you led them to that, or yeah. you gave them the line about Santa Claus. Uh huh. They didn't find that themselves. They were led to it by the nose, kind of. Okay. And. And I, maybe this is all filtering, like, you know, through my experience, but, uh, like, I'm never more honest with myself than when I'm alone, and that's that's who I feel like I am, is, is now how much of that I take out and I put into my relationships depends on how I'm feeling that day. Mm-hmm. But when there's nobody else around and there's nobody to judge me, that's who I am. And if I'm a depressed, then I'm a depressed guy. It took me a long time to admit that I'm a pessimistic guy. I always thought of myself as a more positive guy because I like to party and stuff in yeah. college. And But no, I, I see the world. I was recently called a harsh critic. And I am, without a doubt. Okay. And I think if you, you know, tried to trick me to some way to see the greater light, I don't think that would be really what I wanted and who I was. I think that would be me trying to either fit in or search for something that I don't have inside myself because I see other people have it. But that's you. Yeah. And somebody else could be quote unquote tricked, but it wasn't a trick to them. It was just what they needed. And I mean, I'm super of the opinion. Maybe yeah. I've said this pretty recently. Like, if you like it, go for it. If yeah. it's, if I mean, it, I if guess the analogy, you, the analogy for me would be like, this sort of thing is my catharsis, making fun of the darkest, most terrible things in life is what brings me relief. Yeah. And if I had not found that, if somebody had been like, hey, Reed, why don't you try to get a microphone and like start a podcast and talk about how hilarious you find suicide. And, yeah. I, and then I did that. Yeah, they led me to that and finding that. And then that would have been my happiness. So maybe a nudge in the right direction at times isn't necessarily a bad thing. Okay. But see, then again, I would question people's authenticity of are you doing it because you really like it or are you doing it because you want to make your friend happy or you want to be you – know, you want to rescue yourself for your friend so you're not worrying them so much. I really think we need to talk about authenticity at another time. I'm really interested in this and I think it's yeah. way more than we should talk about and, now. And I will say because I do know you have to get going but yeah. I will say – um, and we can talk about this because I have so many parent episodes planned, <laughs> parent part one, part two, part three. A lot of decisions in my life are based around my parents and how much they've given me. And I filter my decisions through them. If I would probably not be in education if it wasn't for them because hmm. – and I can admit this and this is not me being authentic. Wait, so is that and not this authentic is, No. Oh, absolutely. I will tell you 100 percent. Most of my life decisions are not authentic so that when I find chances to be myself, I really let it hang out there huh. because I wanted something that when my parents go to the social club or they go out to eat or they hang out with their friends, they have something that they can tell their parents or their friends that I do and then will be embarrassed about it because they spent so much of their time and their life and their existence and their money trying to shape me that if I didn't, I would be worried that they would become depressed about their existence. 
their whole thing was raising kids. And if one turned out shitty and terrible, then that would be a reflection of them. Mm-hmm. It would be like me putting out a terrible, like how I feel when I make a terrible joke. Like, this is what I want to do. This is what brings me happiness. Oh, I tell something and I offended you or you didn't find it funny. Ah, man, that makes me feel like hell. (laughs) And I don't want to do that to my parents. So I went to grad school and I became a teacher. And so I think maybe that's why I'm so harsh in the other direction. Because (laughs) when I get to let it out, it's like a caged tiger. Maybe. I'm still back on. I think we just need to talk about what is reality. What is honesty? What is authenticity? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 next time I'm admitting every day we're different. (laughs) I'm admitting that I'm definitely not often authentic most of the time. But that's one that's maybe where a lot of the self-loathing comes from. You know, that's okay. So, uh, you were right. That was a heavy one. Yeah, we got into way more than I thought. Okay. And I don't even think we covered it enough. Maybe we'll do depression oh, again. Oh, yeah, sure. There's, oh, there's a million things to talk about there. But yeah, we'll have to right now, and- folks, if you need to be medicated, there's no stigma against it. Absolutely not. Go seek the help if you really want it <laughs> would be mine. Do not think you need it if you want it. Go get it. <laughs> I'm Van Kelly for Paul Patrick. Thanks for listening every day. I'm different, guys. Have a good one. See ya.